0: I'll have a summary of the Sicha On the words the and these are the children of Noyach, the uh, medish says that why does it say and these are? And means it's a follow up to something before. So the medish says, yes, before it mentioned the children of Ishmael, now it talks about the children of Noyach, similar to the children of Ishmael, which means that it refers to asaph and for that reason, the word toildest is missing a vav, it's chaser, because it leaves Yaakov out of that mix, because Yaakov is a tzaddik, and those children that are being spoken of are the descendants of the Rishoyim. So in other words, Ve'ele toildest Yitzchak is talking about Esav. So first of all, where do we see in the Parsha that there should be so much discussion about Esav, that this is the introduction to this Parsha? And the main question is, how could you say that the, the Toildas of Yitzchak should be referring to Esau? Shouldn't it be Yaakov that the toledos of Yitzchak are referring to? So the general idea is that the word toledos in this context can also refer to not just the children, the descendants, but the accomplishments. What is Yitzchak's impact on the world? That's what toledos means. So, and that's what it talks about in the parasha. It talks about the different things that happen in Yitzchok's life, and since one of the main differences between the aveda of Yitzchok and Avram is in in the relationship, can be expressed in the relationship that Avram had with Yishmol, as opposed to the relationship that Yitzchok had with Esau and therefore. One of the important aspects of Yitzhouk Taldes of Yitzhouk's accomplishments was in the way that he related to Esau as will be explained. So what is the difference between the relationship between Avram and Yishmol and Yitzchok and Esau So we find two contradictory things in those two different relationships. On the one hand, Yishmal was closer spiritually to Avram as as evidence from the fact that he did Shuva at the end of, within Avram's life still Yishmol did Shuvah which is most likely because of Avram's influence on him on the other hand by Esav and Yitzchak, we don't find that Esav did Shuvah on the other hand though we find that Avram Yotza, Mimenu Yishmol which means Yishmol went away from him or separated from him and Yishmol did not have the status of of a Yisrael, of a Jew he was not a Yish, uh, Jew, and therefore he was not an heir to to Avram. He wasn't a Yerush to Avram, as the pasuk says, So that Yishmael had no inner connection to Avram. He's not a Jew. He doesn't inherit. He doesn't uh, inherit from Avram, and so on. On the other hand, Esau did have the status of a Yid. He was a Yid a which means he had someone who had left Yiddishkeit, but he was a Yid. And also, that he was considered an heir, which is the reason that the Abishta said that he has to give to Yitz, to the, the descendants of Esau, Har Seir, and he uses the word Yerusha Le'esav nasati I gave it as an inheritance. In other words, the Ebishter felt that he was an heir to Yitzhak. And if you should want to explain that the reason why Yishmo wasn't an heir was because he was the daughter of the maidservant, whereas Asa was a daughter of Rivka directly, that can't be the answer, because in the Shvatan, there were also four of the Shvatan that were the children of maidservants, of Billah and Zilpah, and yet they were considered to be the normal Shifte Yisrael, they were complete in every way, so therefore, what should have been possible to Yishmal to be an heir, even though he was a Bena Amma? So therefore, the question comes back, what is the difference between Yishmol and Esau that Yishmol doesn't have the status of a Yid and he can't be an heir and Esau is able to and even though Yishmol did Shuvah and yet Esau has a closer and deeper connection to Yitzchak which uh, allows him to be a Yid and allows him to be an heir so there's an interesting thing that expresses a very deep connection between Esau and Yitzchak that is found in the Amayim HaZal and Targum Meir Yisab other places that says that by the burial of, uh, that Esau's head was chopped off, and his head rolled into the Oros and ended up in the lap of Yitzchak. And that's how he was buried. His head was buried in the lap of Yitzchak. Which seems very strange. Esau, the great Russia should be buried together with Yitzchak, the great tzaddik. We know that you, you don't bury a tzaddik next to, a, a Russia next to a tzaddik. The Tanakh even tells a story about a certain Novi uh, sheker that ended up by mistake in the burial place of Elisha, and he touched Elisha's body, and Hashem created the great miracle that he came back to life just so that he shouldn't end up being buried next to Elisha. So we see that this is an important thing. How is it that Esav's head became, was buried with Yitzchak? And the explanation is that it was only the head of Esau that was buried because the head of Esau which means his root source the place from where he comes that came from Yitzchak. That was from a holy place. Only when it became attached to the body, the body dragged it down. That's where the Rishas, that's where the evil was. But in its head he was still in a holy place. And therefore when the head was cut off from the body, the head ended up buried next to Yitzchak. So, in other words, we see that from the perspective of the body, Yishmael was on a higher level. He was closer to Avram spiritually, therefore he ended up doing tshuva. But his head was disconnected. There was no essential connection between Yishmael and Avram. On the other hand, by Esau, his body was on a much lower level, and therefore he didn't end up doing tshuva. But his head, his source, was deeply connected to Yitzchok and therefore he ended up being buried there. So we have to understand what is the difference, why is it that they had this difference? And the answer to this is it's based on the type of Aveda that Avram did and how that was distinct and how Yitzchok's Aveda was different. What is the difference between Avram and, and Yitzchok and their Aveda? Avram's Aveda was no lamata. He shi- shined the light from above, the godliness down into the world, even to the very lowest places in the world. As we see that Avraham Avinu brought godliness even to the lowliest of the Arab people that worshipped the the dust on their feet, even those places, he got them to say, um, you know, thank Hashem, and I recognize and acknowledge Hashem. Yitzchak, on the other hand, his avidah was an attempt to elevate the lower levels up to a higher level as is evidenced from the fact that the trader makes so much of his digging of the wells a digging of the well means that instead of bringing water from somewhere else you dig deep to uncover the water that is found right down here in this place itself in other words to elevate what is found here now in these two different types of avaydas each one has a unique quality that the other doesn't by Avram's Avaida bringing down godliness down to the lower levels it doesn't transform the lower level it doesn't make a change in the lower level even though an Arab can say thank Hashem for it is but it didn't change him fundamentally as a person that he now completely believes in Hashem and dedicates himself to the work of Hashem and to live his life according to that not at all it was just that Avram got him to say it so it was Avram's influence that got him to say it on the other hand Yitzchak Tzavayda causes the lower elements to lift themselves up a certain level a certain amount to come closer to a spiritual place and they become transformed as in the case of let's say the, uh, the wells that the well itself is now able to produce water just as in spiritual, spiritually speaking the person himself becomes more of a source of godly spiritual play, uh, enlightenment on the other hand when Avraham Avinu bestows light from above he brings light down to the lowest lowest places and there can also be found a certain element of godly light but when Yitzchak is not able to bring godliness down to the lowest level Yitzchak has to remain separate from the lowest levels and he can only accomplish by raising something up from a lower level to a higher level and there to bring godliness to it which is part of the reason why Avram Avinu went out to Chutz Oretz He went to places, to Mitzrayim and to other places, and he brought godliness there too. Whereas Yitzchak was unable to live Eretz Yisroel. From Yitzchak's perspective, godliness can only function in Eretz Yisroel. And the difference of their Avedo also had an effect on their relationship with their children, with their descendants. Avram was able to marry uh, an Amma, and they were able to have a child and he has a relationship with that child which means he brings godliness even down to the lowest levels to the Amma and to her child however his influence on Yishmol only remained as long as Avram was alive and was there to influence him but Yishmol hadn't been fundamentally changed and therefore after Avram died Nafal he lost his level he fell back down because it didn't fundamentally change it. From the perspective of Yitzchak, though, he can't go reach down into the lower levels. Therefore, his children can only be somebody that is closer to him, comes from within him, has a connection to him, to holiness, in other words. And that's why he couldn't marry a maidservant, as the Rashi says that he couldn't marry. Didn't marry a maid servant, and because that is too far for him to to go down to, he can only. Bring, have a shaykh a connection to somebody that has some sort of a connection to holiness and that's why Esau was did have a connection to the essence of Yitzchak and therefore he was a Jew and he was an, an heir but of course as we said before this was only true of his head but the rest of the body which was already connected down into the lower elements of the world over there that couldn't have a shaykhus with with Yitzchak either Interestingly, when it came to Yaakov, he was a combination of Avram and Yitzchok, and therefore he was able to travel into Chutz Loharetz to bestow godliness outside into the lower elements as well, and he was able to marry maidservants as well, but he had the element of Yitzchok, which was that he brought his essence to it, and therefore the children of the of the maidservants became the Jewish nation. They were part and parcel of the Shiv teka, of godly uh, of the godly uh, tribes, and this also explains another element of this week's parsha about the brachas. As so much of the parsha deals with the blessings that Yitzchak that Yitzchok wanted to give to Esav, and ultimately ended up by Yitzchok, by Yaakov. It explains why Yitzchak wanted to give it to uh, Yitzchok wanted to give it to Esav, because y- Yitzchak saw the potential in Esav. Kitzayyed b'fiv means he saw that there was something that asaph could offer. There was so much potential that he had to offer because of his source in Yitzchak. And because Yitzchak's Avedah was to uncover whatever there is to be found in places like asaph in the head of asaph therefore he wanted to give the blessing to asaph and to see if he could salvage whatever he can from within asaph But in the end, Esav had been come too distant from Yitzchak, and therefore there was no possibility to be able to salvage any of that, and it had to be Yaakov that would receive the brachas in order that through him ultimately all of these things should be accomplished. And the Rebbe says that the lesson for us is that if this is true about Esav, who was before Matan Torah and even he is called a Jew only because of his connection to his father Yitzchak, so then what about the Jews today after Matan Torah And most of them are faultless in the fact that they're not yet close to Yiddishkeit, so for sure we have to dedicate ourselves to try to uncover the hidden good that is within them, the hidden godliness that is within them, so that we can bring it all out to the surface. But of course this has to be done only by bringing them close to the Torah and not Chas to try to bring the Torah close to them by compromising Torah because it has to be only done in its purest form and ultimately every Jew can relate to the full impact of Torah, to the full holiness of Torah and there's no need and not permitted that there should be any compromises at all.